Good morning and assalamu alaikum my dears. Hope you all are doing well. So welcome to yet another session of our open course. The paper for our English open course Applied Language Skills. We were dealing with module 1 Basics of Communication in the last class. So I would like to continue with that syllabus based topic Basics of Communication. In the last class, I had told you a beautiful story of the Tower of Babel and it showed you the significance of communication and how language and communication and the interrelationship between human beings had bound them together. We had also seen a few definitions of communication and how the word communication came from the Latin word communicare. We spoke of the need of communication, especially in today's changing world scenario. We also went through the process of communication and the different parts of the communication system. So in today's class, let me begin with some more points to remember about, uh, about communication. Some basic concepts that you have to know. Communication styles, it changes from person to person. During a process of communication, a person may invoke several channels or modes or methods to communicate a channel, to communicate a message. For example, I might be speaking at the same time, I might be using gestures, I might be using body language. So all these methods and modes of communication help me to convey the message that I want to convey. But now, since we are using this online mode for classes, it is limited to a certain degree. The process of communication doesn't only depend on the source producing or relaying information, it also depends on the methods that you use. The next point, it depends on the communication method and the manner in which the receiver understands the message. So it is not only a one-way cycle, it's a two-way cycle where the receiver's method and manner is also affected. Suppose during our online class, your connectivity, your network issues, uh, your situation at home, everything and affects the way you understand the message. Next point is communication begins at a given point. The first step is the generation of information. So we know what is the most important factor in a communication cycle, it is the message. So the generation of information. The second step is to put that into a medium of transport, a transmission towards the intended audience. So I think of the chapter I have to take, I think of the module that I'll be dealing with, that is the first step. The second step, I will be preparing PPT, I will be doing my video, I will be editing the video, I will upload it to the YouTube channel so that you can watch it. So this is the way communication transfers during our online class. Now during a process of communication, the initiator of the communication must pay extra attention to the nature of the information. So since this is a very formal class, since this is your uh, syllabus related class, I will be paying extra attention to the nature of the information. So I will be relaying the class or I will be relaying the information, the uh, facts about communication in a very matter of fact way. It won't be very casual, I won't be using the vernacular, I won't be speaking in Malayalam. So all these determine how I will be communicating the nature 
of the class determines the method i use and this in turn the skill that a person or a speaker has it determines the effectiveness of the communication let us now see what are the different types of communication here we have a small pic uh, which just shows a sender a receiver and how a message that he wants the sender is giving a message that he wants pizza and the feedback how this uh, communication is relayed it's a, a relatively very simple pic you can understand it Okay girls now moving on to our next topic that is types of communication solely based on the channel used so when you uh, think of the types of communication there are so many types of communication we have studied so uh, i'll be using uh, a specific mode that is the channel used based on the channel used the type of communication can be basically narrowed down to two that is the verbal and the non verbal communication the verbal communication can be oral or written form now the oral here means the spoken form and it can i also be the written form of communication the spoken form of communication can either be the face to face communication or a distant communication like we have right now now the non verbal form of communication it refers to a varied aspects of an individual's method used and his body language the physical appearance of a la- person the para language the aesthetics the appearance now uh, verbal communication i hope it's very clear oral and written oral is again divided into face to face or distance communication now non verbal it can uh, further be divided into physical physical in the sense your physical appearance it gives out a message it's a non verbal type of communication now suppose we are uh, conducting a google meet and i see you students seated very attentively uh, listening to my class that is in the case you keep your videos on which you rarely do so in the scenario that you keep your videos on and i see you i see your physical appearance i might think yes some of you are very you know uh, you know you have uh, put on your hijab well you have dressed quite neatly you are very seriously attending the class while some of you might still be in their pajamas they might be wearing the casual dress or you know uh, any dress that a loose t-shirt or something like that and you know casually shawl thrown over their head so a very casual so so we have a kind of you know uh, a communication is conveyed there so the teacher gets the understanding oh some of them are very studious and they are you know really want to attend the class well so they are well prepared for the class they have a book in front of them while some of them are simply you know sitting with their hair, um, you know head resting on their heads uh, hands and uh, you know very casual way they are appearing for the class so that shows the students attitude towards the class so that is how your physical appearance might give a message that is a non verbal form of communication para language is the method that you use outside language that is uh, not actually outside language it's the mode you use what can we say uh, not actually outside language it is uh, what comes in your tone apart from the language apart from the language that you use that is the tone of voice that you employ uh, the kind of you know uh, 
uh, tone you have while you are speaking you know if i'm very harsh it's seen in my language right so that is para language the tone of my voice how i uh, how i rise my voice suddenly how it becomes very soft if I, if you know if you are talking to a baby if you are talking to a kitten the way you speak you know the tone of your language determines or it gives you uh, it uh, conveys a message so you know my children will really catch it very well they'll know when i'm angry when my tones a tone rises when I'm, when my voice is very soft so they know if they ask anything now they'll get it so that is what is para language that is also a form of communication aesthetic is what appeals to the eyes something that is beautiful that also gives you a message the appearance of a person gives you a message the gestures you use uh, everything has a uh, everything gives out a message so that is what basically uh, uh, relates to the types of communication based on the channel used uh, physical you can also interpret it since we have already have appearance here i think physical can also uh, you can use it to the physical aspects that you use the gestures the you know the handshake or the uh, you know what kind of you know if you hug a person that gives out a message you know so these kinds of things are involved are you know can be seen in uh, types of communication that is based on the channel used okay dears now again we have different types of communication this one will be based on the style and purpose in the last slide i told you about the types of communication based on the channel that you used and now it will be based on the style and purpose that is formal and informal communication now we have two types of basic uh, communication types based on the style and purpose formal and informal formal communication can again be divided into vertical horizontal diagonal or grapevine communication vertical communication is the communication flow up and down the organizational structure vertical is a straight line a line from top to bottom right so the communication flow will be in that way vertical a straight line down or straight line up it can be either way uh, it can be you know uh, the message conveyed from the principal to the hod who is you know lower in rank and from the hod to the teachers who are again lower in la- rank and from the teachers it again uh, transfers to the what can we say the students so that is again a vertical form of communication so this kind of communication flow that goes down a hierarchical structure is a vertical form of communication it can uh, it can be down or the other way around that is students can give you know a proposition the union members might want to conduct an uh, you know what can we say uh, an onam celebration so they might you know put a discussion and they might inform their teachers the teachers might inform the principal or the students can directly inform the principal either way it's a kind of vertical communication it's a line it's a straight line communication it's either up or down so it can be two way communication now horizontal horizontal is a line that is you know uh, a straight line in the sense uh, uh, what can we say uh, what can we say to that line you know vertical is you know uh, a line from top to bottom while a horizontal line is a line from right to left or left to right so that is the communication between two similar levels of the organization so horizontal you know when you draw that line when you draw a line from left to right the 
margin uh, the not the margin uh, the lines in your notebook you know when you have a ruled notebook you have these straight straight lines right so that is a horizontal line so this horizontal line might show the communication between students between union members uh, the communication between teachers so the teachers are all of a peer group right same group so the same hierarchical level so there is no uh, you know senior and junior so all the teachers are of one level so the horizontal line so the horizontal type of communication occurs here teachers have many discussions to do they might discuss the coming you know giving the apc you know giving the internal marks etc conducting examinations so the communication between the teachers or a group of hods how they are communicating between themselves that's also a horizontal type of communication now diagonal diagonal as a line suggest it could be you know anyway it could be a slanting line uh, anyway this is the communication a- a- across the cross functional levels of employees from various departments of the organization so um, within one department hod english department hod to the english department teachers to the uh, students so that is one hierarchy now the diagonal line suggest a different line a slanting line you know so this could be the english department hod is giving an information to the uh, commerce department teachers for handing over the lists of the students so that the english teachers can be divided among the different classes so this is a form of diagonal communication uh, across functional level of communication okay from various departments to other departments of a different rank not the same rank but of a different rank so that kind of cross communication grapevine communication is uh, does not have any particular order no particular hierarchy it's you know um, nothing particular there it's a grapevine just like you feel uh, you find a grapevine it's all you know uh, going here there up and down uh, side to side whatever direction they want so it has no particular direction no particular you know hierarchical structure uh, basically it refers to the gossips like when you have the interval uh, imagine the teachers are having lunch uh some students might come there they might give some they might tell something to the teacher the teacher might say something to the principal so in that way you know that kind of you know gossips that travel around a campus is a form of grapevine communication that was all coming under formal form of communication grapevine communication can be seen uh, under formal communication also an informal form of communication and the other form is the informal or the casual communication which is the uh, general communication between random people of organizations so informal communication might be a casual communication simply talking about what did you bring for lunch it was you know uh, was it a special type of chamandi or something like that so you share the recipes students you know they uh, communicate informally so not something very formal very casual kind of communication that is informal or casual communication next we have the seven c's of communication which which is quite important you know what are the seven things you have to note while you are communicating a communication should be clear there is no hierarchy you know these seven points come and go as they want so it, the communication should be very clear it should be very courteous you know you should not use you know bad words like that and it should be complete in a sense you can't leave a communication incomplete okay did you know what happened yesterday i'll be asking someone they will say yeah what oh it was a tragedy okay now i have to go so i can't just leave there so communication has to be complete it has to be coherent it has to be understood it has to be understandable it should be concise you know uh, 
we rarely especially you know we girls you know we girls we have this tendency you know of elaborating everything Le- rarely do we speak concisely right in a way it's good you know you have this ability to be very creative i think anyway being concise is another important uh, factor it's one of the seven c's of communication all these words are starting with the letter c now concise meaning you know giving only the important information very concise very you know precise kind of communication it has to be correct uh, these are all just you know theory you know we always tell lies there are things you know as we told earlier grapevine communication gossips so it can be correct it can not it can be incorrect but still you know when you say of the concepts of communication it should be correct you know it should be something valid it should be concrete it should be strong right another form of con- correctness anyway these are the seven c's of communication clear courteous complete coherent correct concise and concrete now moving on to another important factor that you have to note about communication and that is the barriers to effective communication what are the different barriers to effective communication barrier is something that hinders or that you know uh, affects uh, proper communication so so what could be the barriers to effective communication here four major barriers are discussed linguistic barriers psychological barriers technological barriers and socio cultural barriers now linguistic barriers are basically related to the dialects the regional uh, problems regional language slangs that you have all these come under the linguistic barriers linguistic affecting the language right so it could be you know uh, seen where you have this uh, people Uh, students living together in a hostel so just imagine the scenario people uh, you have some some of your friends from kolkata some from kottayam some from kollam so all these you know different dialects so something sometimes you don't understand what what did you say what is that new word you spoke of so it, it's very interesting uh, studying in a hostel the way you learn different languages different slangs particular words you might have an affinity to certain words so these kinds of thing these kind of things in are con- included in the barriers to effective communication mm, next we have the psychological barriers the psychological barriers are the you know uh, the fear the disorders etc now uh, sometimes when you are communicating you have this psychological barrier sometimes you aren't able to you know uh, very uh, become very attentive in class for example uh, think of your scenario where uh, you know uh, your parents told you in the morning that uh, some people will be coming to see you you know you have a marriage proposal some will be coming to see you uh, today afternoon at 4 so in the morning session you have your online class so you are sitting for your oc class and i'll be taking class i'll be you know um, going blah 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 about effective communication barriers to effective communication so your mind will not be fully attentive you know so you'll be very tensed you are not you know very uh, you don't have this you know uh, you're not very excited with the idea of meeting someone now you don't want to get married now you want to you know enjoy you want to complete your education here in the college so you don't want to get married right away so you have this you know barrier in your mind you have this you know kind of uh, you have all these thoughts so you won't be paying much attention to the class so that is a kind of a psychological barrier now fear 
if you don't like that person if you fear that person then you have this barrier you won't be able to you know catch what they are saying if disorders sometimes you have this mental disorders which could affect your uh, reception of what the uh, communication is being uh, what uh, the message is being conveyed now we have the technological barriers technological barriers again you know now the connectivity issue you don't have a laptop you are using a small phone and your phone does not support 4g data so all kind of technological barriers all the science and development all these factors are affecting your uh, uh, you know uh, getting the information that is a barrier to effective communication next you have the socio cultural barriers here two points i have noted down one is religion and the other one is patriarchy so these are two important points that you find affecting a good communication one is religion sometimes you won't be able to communicate very well because you know your religion hinders it in a way you know when uh, others will be posting uh, pics uh, and also you know in your religion you might have this you know uh, kind of feeling you are not supposed to do something like that this tiktok and also you have your limitations you know where religion li- limits you and sometimes you know you won't be able to reach out as much as the others so that kind of barriers and patriarchy where the male dominance is seen so these kinds of socio cultural barriers all these affect your good communication so i think uh, that's all we'll have in this class uh, so thank you girls thank you very much for your time i hope the class was very helpful for you so till we meet again Thank you and keep smiling.